The DI Guys Podcast was created to share the best ideas, strategies, and concepts so you can have conversations to help you exponentially grow your DI sales. While they may have lost their hair, they have not lost their minds. Here are the DI Guys, Chris Carlson and Mike Cogdo. This is Chris Carlson, and welcome to this episode of the DI Guys podcast. As always, I'm here with my co-host and good friend, Mike Coggle. Mike, what's going on today, brother? Chris, how are you? I'm living the dream. Uh, yeah, you always say that, or you always say Coggle, it's your world I'm just passing through, which for most people would really suck. But anyway, that being said, things are good. We're going to have, I think, some relatively decent weather. We had, I think think in the last two months, we've had the second snowiest in Denver, by the way, not the mountains where you actually swoosh down the hill and get to go skiing on the snow. Most of these storms hit the front range, Chris, which nobody's interested in Colorado weather except for me. And I bring it up every single podcast. We had 80 some inches of snow in the city, which is almost a record that dates back to 1984. So hopefully the wells are full and we have water and the sun will come back out. This morning I woke up to this, Chris, you're going to love this. I know it's Mother's Day, like on the 8th or the 9th. And of course, we're all aware of that. I don't remember the exact date. Don't plant your stuff yet because we got a shot at one more big storm coming, which means snow in May. So anyway, welcome to the great state of Colorado. Here we go. Mike, uh, so it'll be a snowy Mother's Day as opposed to uh, snow on Christmas. Chris, possibly could be the case. But anyway, I'm learning to live with it. I have for years and years and years, but I don't know. Some days... Some days that great state of Florida looks awfully nice to me. <laughs> Not in August, but it sure does now. Absolutely. Well, Mike, it's you know, we've talked a lot about the impact that COVID has had on individuals and our economy and how we know that people are more receptive to talking about protecting their income than ever before. But you shared with me recently a couple of questions that you will ask somebody to get the conversation started. And why I think this is so important is because so often you and I hear from producers, I don't know what to say, or I don't even know how to start the conversation. So could you give us a couple of examples when you're sitting down with somebody and you're really starting from zero to initiate the income protection conversation? Chris, I I would love to. And, and let's frame it a little bit. You know, some people, you know, use some of my isms or whatever, as cheesy, maybe a little cliched, maybe a, I, I think they're all either conversation starters or sales ideas, which are good things, by the way, not bad, or getting somebody to reflect and think briefly, just think briefly about how their life is impacted in, in various ways. And if we're speaking specifically about income protection, well, then I'm not really going to talk to them about buying a new car. Correct. I mean, that. so what I do and what I want the audience to think about doing today is how do I get this conversation going? And one of the things it is, is, you know, what manage expectations, overcome insincere objections and modify behavior. You've heard me say that before. And really, by starting conversations, you can do that. There are hundreds and hundreds of thousands of people that tune into these Sunday morning ministers on television. Correct. Correct. And we know one that's relatively huge and he's very good at what he does. And he always says, you know, don't be selfish and don't do this. And I agree with all of that. But the point is, is 
the way the person speaks, and sometimes it maybe maybe it is an evangelist, the way they speak is what gets people to stop and think. And that's what we want to talk about for a couple of minutes today. And I'm going to throw a couple your way. One is when someone says, Mike, Chris, I don't really know. How do you bring up income protection? One, we've said this before. I think you do it right away and it doesn't become part of your whole financial plan and your whole systematic way of doing it. First, in the two-minute conversation, it goes something like this. Man, was 2020 a crazy year? Huh, Chris, what do you think? Was 2020 the craziest year or was 9-11? I don't know. We, we, it's up for debate probably in our lifetime. A lot of things are. But was 2020 just a crazy year? Most crazy year I can remember in my lifetime, Mike. And I, I was there for 9-11, and, and that was obviously got a lot of people's attention. But it, we, we tended to forget about it day to day. It didn't affect us day to day after that initial you know, couple of months. Right, because there was really only three places that were impacted. The field in Pennsylvania, Pentagon, and of course, the trade centers, right? So if you weren't there specifically, it, it, it tore you up, but it slowly dissipated to kind of just be another thing. Is that a fair statement? Correct. The thing that's different about this one is it was a global phenomenon. I don't care. You can call it pandemic, but it was a, it's global. It still doesn't go away. Right now, today, um, I was positive, and I think if anybody went back and found an old podcast, I thought by July 4th, we'd be doing the 4th of July dance, and this thing would be way past, past gone, but it's not. So the conversation that we're having, you just started it. You go, yeah, I remember it well. Well, let's talk about 2020 for a second. Let me ask you a question. In 2020, I think things that you, you realize more than ever before is, and I will ask this question, you can answer it very simply. Do you really now get that anybody could be hurt or sick at any point in time, no fault of their own, and that somebody could lose their job or their income? The ability to pay, make money, the ability to pay your bills. Could that happen to anyone at any time going forward? No question. Okay, so let's, so we both agree that that is a possibility, that you could, something could happen. Now let's talk about COVID as COVID-19, as the virus, the bug, the everything. It comes and it goes, and there's a vaccine, there's everything else. Chris, how many other people died of cancer in 2020 that we talked about? I don't know that answer, Mike. It's probably not as much as in COVID, was it? I don't have any idea, but here's what my friend said. Nobody ever talked about it, so evidently nobody died of cancer in 2020. <laughs> right? Good point. You know, the one thing, and that's the point, life still goes on. And we're talking about right now, let's just think about how, what doctors are saying. Because people didn't go get colonoscopies, because people didn't go get prostate checks, PSA checks, I'm doing men's stuff, obviously. Because they put all of these off, what are the repercussions going forward about being hurt or sick, do we think? Yeah, there's, there's going to probably be some things that are, are caused by that lack of attention, as you said. Correct. So I guess my point here is in our two minute conversation, Chris. So you believe that actually something could happen, no fault of your own, that, that you could get hurt or sick and you could be without income for a period of time, maybe even the rest of your life. Yes. Well, then what are we talking about here? We're talking about a bag of money, Chris. We're talking about again, and you've heard me say this over and over, audience, your risk protection package. Now more than ever, do we need to make this thing current and up to date and is yours? Chris, is yours up to date? Yes. Your, your risk Mine is, but that's is me. Current. But most people would answer no. Correct. Most people would ask, what is that? And then you tell people, you know what? 
it's a given that you have homeowner's insurance, but remember, you don't have to own it, have it if you own your house. It can be your responsibility if it burns down, correct? Correct, but there's no way in heck that I'm going to let that asset be there vulnerable because I can't, I can't afford to rebuild it with no insurance. And we'll just leave it as one example. We don't have to go car medical. That's part of a risk protection package. And there are more moving parts to the risk protection package than just that. But we'll just talk about homeowner's insurance. You do not have to have it if you completely own your house. You can take that risk yourself. You just answered the question that I would not do that. Now let's talk about the bag of money that potentially can be. And by the way, you know, not, not to go deep here, but you know, what's your annual income approximately? I'm already talking to you establishing a relationship. I got to ask that sooner or later. Yeah, so typical clients can say, I make $150,000 a year. And you're 40 years old, so 25 years, you want to retire by 65. So $150,000 a year for 20 years is around $3 million, right? And my math may be way off. I'm just on caffeine this morning. So that $3 million asset is the exact same as your house. Would you rather make sure that it's taken a, a, a huge portion of that can be taken care of, or would you just like to take care of it yourself? What's What's the answer for you? I don't want to take care of it myself. But you currently do. I do. You're correct. So in the, so we both agree the event you get hurt or sick and you didn't have an income that you're going to go ahead and what we'll call self-insure versus transfer the risk. Uh, when you put it that way, that's what I'm doing. Yes. And you want to continue down that path, not knowing what the future is, because let's think about it. and remind people, Chris, of 2020 again. This is where sometimes speaking becomes important on what you say and how you say it. So we just agreed that you could lose your job. You could get any kind of illness besides COVID and never work again. And you have a family to take care of and you want to just take that chance. Well, Mike, now that you put it that way, I mean, what are my alternatives? Well, there's a lot of choices you can do. One, you can start a side fund right now and try to put away if you're taking home, let's say at 150, you're taking home after taxes, 10 grand a month and your family lives on 8,500. You can try to put 1,500 away. And over the course of a year, you'll have almost three weeks worth of savings <laughs> to take care of um, anything that could hurt. Doesn't sound like a good alternative, Mike. No, but there is a solution to this, and it's called um, disability insurance. I like to call it paycheck insurance or income protection. There's a lot of terms. I think it's something that we should explore. That's all I want to do is explore this with you. I know there's a cost to this, but when you see the cost for pennies on the dollar, I, I think you might be pleasantly surprised. And if you say it that way versus, oh, this stuff's expensive, that's all I hear, Chris. Oh, God, that stuff's expensive. If you look at it for pennies on the dollar, I think you might be pleasantly surprised at the cost. I can throw a number together or two for you. Would you be interested in looking at that? Absolutely. Mike, you brought up something that is so critical because too often what producers do is they show a monthly benefit and an annual premium. And so let's just take an example, and these don't necessarily correspond. $3,000 a month benefit, but I'm asking the person for $2,000 a year annual premium. And all they can think of is three and two, three and two, as opposed to showing the ultimate benefit that somebody could receive. And let and every carrier shows that maximum benefit. If you were to receive this benefit all the way to age 65 or 67 or whatever the case may be, and that's again, typically it's in the hundreds of thousands, if not millions of dollars. And compare that, though, to a, you know, a hundred dollar a month premium, the difference gets her attention in a positive way to be able to sell it as opposed to what I said, $3,000 a month, $2,000 annual premium, which they just don't compute because they don't understand that, you know, what we're actually saying. 
Chris, right on. For a year, we've been saying people speak, and that's what you just did. That's what we're trying to convey today in this particular podcast is if you want a weapon or a tool to go out there with not a weapon to fight, but to have the conversation, it's COVID-19 has done two things to all of us. I mean, Chris, do you want stimulus checks for the next 20 years? Uh, I need to answer that one do, or two ways, I, Mike. Let me, let me interrupt. Some people do, but do you want a stimulus check for the next 15 years? I, I don't because I know what the hell that means to my, my taxes over those 15 to 20 years. And your children and everything else. So for most people that we're all talking to, no, that's really not the way I want to earn an income. So what we do is we work hard and we take pride in what we do. This COVID tells everybody you can lose a job, you can get sick, you can have both, and it can be long lasting. We have the long haulers right now. If you got to remind somebody about that, ask, ask, tell me what you're going to do with a long hauler, Chris. Going forward, where I just saw a woman who was a 33-year-old nurse on television, national TV, I think she was 33 or 34, who nine months later can't do a flight of stairs because of some kind of breathing difficulties that they think is related to COVID. And they say it could last the rest of her life. What about the chef that still can't taste or smell, trying to figure out what he's going to do for the rest of his life as a chef? So the examples, give examples to remind people this is real. Then, Chris, what we've done with what you just said and what I opened up with is the quintessential classic sales concept of all time. Job A, job B, correct? Absolutely. Pennies on the dollar. You make 150 or you make 147.5. The difference between the two jobs is at 150, you get hurt or sick, COVID, whatever. You can't go back to work and your check stops. You get zero. It's 147.5. You're going to get, I'll make up a number, Chris, $7,000 a month, tax-free to age 65 for that $2,500 spent. Pennies on the dollar. Which job would you rather have? The one with security or the one that we talked about at the very beginning of this conversation? The one with zero that you're going to take care of yourself. Which job would you rather have? You know, it's an easy answer, Mike. And, and, and just as a rhetorical question, has any other idea sold more DI than job A, job B? Not in my career. Honestly, gosh, Chris, honestly, guys, I've been doing this. You've been doing it longer than me. Uh, the one I've gone back to over and over and over again. Is job A, job B. It's so funny, Chris. I've been doing it since 1987. I think you, what, 85, 84? 84. Probably one of the first ones we ever learned. And you know what? Sometimes what's old is new again. I just heard that millennials are wearing their clothes that their parents and grandparents wear, which I hate to say it is comfort clothes like sweatpants and dumb shoes. And uh, I, I'm one of those guys, though, by the way. I'm 60 plus, almost, and t shirts a lot. <laughs> so fashion right now is from. From a, I guess you would call it the greatest generation. <laughs> anyway, that being Mike, said, Mike, it, it's tried and true. Mike, I want to take a step back because all of this is so applicable, but I want to really emphasize something that you said many times over about that risk protection package and some of the things that you and I have talked about both on the show and then, you know, in our offline conversations is too often. Agents and advisors allow their client or prospect to hijack the process. And what I mean by that, they want to talk about investment management and things like that. And the agent or advisors allows the conversation to go there. But when you talk about some of the people, the, the real industry giants who sell a ton of this product, 
is they do not let the conversation get hijacked. They demand that the person in front of them, be it live or be it virtual, talks about the risk protection package, starting with disability insurance. And as a result, they sell a crap pot full of disability insurance because they do not let the uneducated person when it comes to insurance, not uneducated on other things, they don't let the uneducated person try to act like the expert because our audience is the expert. And it's, it's just like we have to, you know, we're financial doctors and we have to have that same kind of competence and confidence as when we go to a phys- physician. So I guess that's my sermon for today, Mike. Because I think that's a phenomenal, I wouldn't call it a sermon. I, I just, you and I always use this and I don't say this much, but it's it, it's the old idea of don't let the tail wag the dog, right? Absolutely. I mean, it's as simple as that. And I think everybody understands what I'm saying. But by letting somebody off the hook, I'm not sure that we're actually doing what our job is. Anybody can talk investments, but if you tell somebody, this is the order in which we're going to go in, are you okay with that? How does somebody know, Chris, to say, "Uh -uh, I don't want to do it that way. I want to do step four before step one. Who who, who is it, Chris? Who, who, Who would say that to you? Think about your clients. Your clients are phenomenal people. They're smart people. They're good people. You've got to help them do the right thing. And, you know, you've heard this, Chris, from old Mr. Mikey here a hundred times. When was the last time somebody died and then got sick? Let's do it in the order in which it happens. And then job A, job B, pennies on the dollar. And I think you've got a five-minute sales presentation. Well, Mike, I think the comment you just made, you know, when was somebody died and then got hurt or sick, I mean, that is one of the ultimate cognizance that's out there. So we ask everybody to go out and instead of listen and laugh at the dumb things that I have a tendency to say, go out and like listen to this once or twice. I always say you can feel free to give us a call, but listen to it once or twice and start now to develop your conversation. And the other reminder, Chris, I think you and I that we don't do enough is and make sure you have the conversation once a day with somebody. Mike, can you imagine if we had more agents and advisors doing that, just having the conversation. We're not saying that you're going to sell one a day, but if you did have a conversation today, you would sell multiple policies a week. I guarantee you that. But we all set goals, you know, going to the, there's a million goals. Let's set goals that are achievable. Other than being on vacation, and I guarantee you, if I'm in the Bahamas or anywhere else in the Caribbean, I'm sitting at a bar uh, having a little Tiki Hut drink that's cool, I'll probably still talk about it. So. Make the goal all the days that I work, I'm going to have this conversation at least once a day. That's what our industry needs, Mike, because there are, as we've talked about before, there are so many more people who need disability insurance today in 2021 than when we got started in the mid 80s. Our population has grown. Uh, group benefits are, are challenged right now with some of the economic situations that are going on. And these these generations, the millennials and, and subsequent generations, is they're not staying at companies. And so they're losing their group benefits and they're starting their own businesses. They're becoming entrepreneurs. So there's more people who need disability, far more people who need it today than ever before, certainly when we got started. And selfishly, Mike, and I know you and I've talked about this a lot, since there's very little competition in this space, 
anybody who's willing to accept the challenges that we lay down is going to become, not only are they going to provide a great service, build a great business, but it's going to become filthy rich because there is no competition and there's unlimited prospects. Chris, I couldn't agree more. Thank you. Mike, enjoy the time together today. Talk soon.